Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day 13 of the Hatsu Basho taking place in Tokyo, Japan. The number 13, unlucky for some, but for sumo fans around the world, this is a day of luck and joy. Often a day where sometimes things are decided, but not this time around. Nothing like it. There is heat in every part of this Torakumi. Finding out what's going to happen to these guys next time around, and mostly up at the top, who is going to get the Yusho? Uh, before we kick off in Tokyo today, as uh, people trudged home from the Kokugikan, seven degrees Celsius, forty-five degrees Fahrenheit, and the humidity. And for the humidity, they cry. for the humidity freaks out there, thirty-four uh, percent. We had some. You show winners decided from the lower divisions today. Yes. And look, maybe I'll start at the top of the lower divisions because this is great news. The Makushta You Show, it's an old friend we know and love called Wakataka Kage. He has aced it. He's gone seven and zero. No one troubled him, which is no mean feat because Hakuoho, who is also uh, down in Makushta, lost once. So it's not... Uh, unknown that, you know, these guys can come up against a youngster who, who troubles them. Now, I was about to ask you, did they fight each other? They didn't. Right. And the reason that I couldn't tell that is because currently Sumo DB is oh, yeah. down. We should so say <laughs> disaster. Suddenly my, the house of cards of my Sumo knowledge has fallen down. Yeah. I'm well, I looked it up instinct. earlier well, before it went down, luckily, yeah. when I was, uh, I was thinking about all this. But that's the only thing I know about Sumo, the only stat I know about Sumo today. I'm just giving an early disclaimer. But, no, he did beat the young star Haruyama today from yep. Onoebea. He beat Onokatsu from Onomatsubea, who is uh, very much on people's radar. He beat Chiyosakai in Jurio. He beat Chianoumi, who, you know, is, is pretty good. I mean, is it – he should be beating all these Rikishi, though. He should be. That's yeah. right. And he did, and he which did. is the great news for him yeah. and for us. 7-0 uh, at Makushta 1. I wonder how high this will get him. Will it mean that if he gets the Jirio Yusho, he could go straight up to Makushta? Possibly. I mean, we, you, we might see him around maybe 9. Mm. I don't know. It depends what happens in the bottom of Jirio. Well, that wouldn't get him up. Which we will uh, will cover uh, towards the end of this basho. Uh, the Sundame Yusho was taken by another old friend, maybe not as well known, but Fuji Seiyun, uh, the 26-year-old from Fujishima Bay. Yep, same stable as Bushozan. His highest rank has been Jurio 6. He had quite a quick rise up to Jurio in 2021 to 2023. Uh, but then he got injured. This is his first basho back and he too has blown away his opponent. So good news for him. I'm really glad you did all of this before uh, Sumo DB oh, went down. Otherwise... Well, actually, the end of it wasn't. There are a few ones I had. I took about 45 minutes to do because I had to dig through sumo. Uh, well, I was, I was about to say, otherwise these would be Fuji Seiyun, he has a face, Yeah. turned up on time. <laughs> did but, then, but then as I look down, I see there are some... <laughs> Scant details yeah. about these other winners. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that that piece yeah. of information in a bit. The Johnny Dunn you show, it's a playoff between Johnny Dunn 10 and Johnny Dunn 74, Aonishiki and Chio Taiko. So Aonishiki, we have seen before, he got the Jonakuchi you show in November. This is only his second basho. He's from Ajigawa Bea, which is ex 
Amanashiki. Now, keeping in mind that Sumo DB is currently down, I have an interesting fact about um, this Rikishi. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's actually Shishi's younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, I mean, you know, you can uh, take that and tell all of your Sumo friends <laughs> okay, about you've it. Okay, you've got to take this fact <laughs> <laughs> with a grain of salt and that grain of salt has written on it. That is not the uh, case. That's a lie. <laughs> but he is from uh, Ukraine. And he does look a bit like Shishi. Now, uh, this is probably a good time to remind uh, listeners that we will be bringing you oh, yes. all of the Jurio uh, coverage live on our YouTube channel. Um, and we will be covering this uh, very exciting uh, Johnny Dunn playoff as part of that. Yep. So they play that uh, before the end or straight after the Jurio uh, division. Or is it out? somewhere before the final bout? Well, that's why I hesitated <laughs> when I was talking. Did you hear me? <laughs> sumo DB's down. We're like, yeah, what that, is sumo? It tells us everything. Yeah, it does. It just narrates in our ears. Well, the other <laughs> <laughs> the other person in that playoff is Chia Taiko. He's 23 years old. He's from Kokonoebea. Uh, he's been in the sport since 2018 and in and out due to injury. So he'll have a go. But I feel like Aonashiki might. Might do it here. Now, the John Okuchi you show was taken, taken by Unhibiki. Mm. Now, I saw this kid, I think he's 18 years old, mm. and my sumo detectors were going off. Looks good, doesn't he? There's something about this kid. Yeah. He I, looks, he's got a, a beautiful media persona. Yes. Uh, and they played a few of his bouts. Obviously, it feels like he's still developing um, strength and condition and, you know, wiring up the body. But um, yeah, it looks like he's got it. He was a good talker too, yeah, wasn't he? he? Just was. a bit of a personality. And the good news for uh, Amanishiki uh, Ajigawa Oyakaru is that he's also in his stable. So he's really taking the lower ranks by storm mm. at his Haya. It's really good news for Ajigawa in those lower uh, ranks. And because Sumo DV is down, this was the one I did after Sumo DV went down. I've written down, cool dude. Cool dude has a face. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally written there. I yeah. just thought he was cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to the Makuchi bouts for day 13. Now, I don't like to do this, but we're going to start oh. uh, the Makuchi bouts on a bit of a somber note. Yeah, get get solemn for this one. Uh, Takara Fuji was up against Tohakuryu. Takara Fuji, Maegashira 16, coming in on seven losses. And today he was just overrun by Tohakuryu. So... This is terrible news uh, for Takara Fuji fans, the businessman. I feel like he's been very much part of the Sumo Mainichi journey from when we started doing the podcast. He most likely at Maegashira 16 will slip out of Makuchi. Mm. The big question um, that remains now is will a slide down to Jurio uh, mean the end of his career? Yeah. I mean, we've seen both happen, haven't we? We've seen that that exit from Jurio be the time that uh, these guys used to say, okay, that's my career. I've had a great time. I don't want to be in Jurio. But then some who still remain salaried, so want yeah. to earn a bit of extra money, push around some Jurio kids, although that's not always how it goes. <laughs> not always, and especially not these days. Not these days. Uh, stay in the sport and only maybe pull out after they've dropped to Makushta. So what do you think? Uh, is going to happen here with Takara Fuji? It's a great question. I, I can't call this one. I feel like he might be one of those to call it. 
Yeah, I see. I I think the opposite. I think he right. might. I mean, he's. You think he's going to stay? Oh, he's still deeply in love with Sumo. Yeah, I think he is. I never look at him front up and go, "Oh, he shouldn't be there." But I mean, that's that's why we've always called him the businessman because it's like going to work for him. Mm. Um. Obviously, over the last kind of six months, he has been battling some injury. I don't know if it's just, just general injury. Um, I know his legs often strapped around the knee, but not all that heavily. But he just hasn't been able to put the brakes on his opponents mm. like he has been able to in the past. I know he's like the guy you work who just has been there forever and has all the stories to tell and bails you up in the corridor. And he might stick around for a while longer for some some water cooler. <laughs> Stories. So uh, with that loss, Tucker Fuji, five and eight, uh, some other guy, Tohakuryu, Jurio visitor Tohakuryu, won that bout and he's seven and six. Onosato came right down into the second bout of the day today to obliterate Takanosho much more at home down here. Uh, it wasn't someone who went straight in, wrapped their arms around his body and threw him down. But having said that, I'm not sure that the, I was looking at the touchy eye again and I'm not sure that he would have blocked uh, that kind of attack that he's had mm. done against him these last few days. So I don't think he did anything differently again. So No, but, I mean, he looked a lot more comfortable against uh, a lower-ranked Rikishi, even yep. though Takanosho has been fighting up over the last few days. But, yeah, comprehensive victory from Onosato, who moves to 9 and 4, Takanosho 8 and 5. Tamawashi was up next against Churunoumi, uh, a very important bout for both of these rikishi. Tamawashi coming in on seven wins, five losses, looking for that crucial eighth win to give him Kachikoshi. But Churunoumi at Maegashira 13 on five and seven. So try to stave off that Makakoshi. Yep. And Churunoumi threw everything at Tamawashi out of the Tachiai, but he just couldn't break old man Sumo. No, he was so strong. He just, today he was a little bit more on the offensive. He just took Churunoumi's uh, attacks in the first half of it and then oh, then he really went for the it. The explosion that happened from Tamawashi when he decided to put the foot down here just completely blew Churunoumi away across the doyo and down and out over the Tawara. So Tamawashi, eight and five. Congratulations. Yeah, Maikashira, ten. Kachikoshi, he... I mean, we've seen Tamawashi look a little bit shaky towards the end of 2023 and... You know, I, for one, was saying the sun's setting on this man. Yeah, we start to do that thing we just did for Tucker and yeah. <laughs> When will it? Oh, Treasure what's happening? Treasure the times. But no, Tamashi shows that there's still life in the old boy yet. And he'll see a nice little bump from that rank. Churunoumi, though, at Magashira 13, that's his Makakoshi, his five and eight. A few more wins here. I think he's safe uh, at the top division. I mean, he would want a few more, though, if he goes five and ten. At Magashira 13, I, that's I don't trouble. want this negative no, talk. I won't say it. I didn't say I've it. Got a, I've Rewind. got a really positive 7-8 um, feeling for Churunumi. Great. Kodoshoho came up today against Meisei. Meisei was looking for his kachikoshi yesterday but wasn't able to get it, but he did today. It was a good Harukikomi win against Kodoshoho. He watched carefully. He stayed stable and he was able to... Uh, slap the other opponent down. The yes. opponent. The other opponent. Yeah, well, he had two opponents out there. It was Kodoshoho <laughs> and his own mind. Yes. And today he, he overcame both. Uh, great to see Meisei uh, get rewarded for the hard work that he's put in uh, over the past 13 days and get his Kachikoshi eight and five. I love a Meisei Kachikoshi. Yeah, I mean, 
I think it's safe to say we both have a bit of a soft spot for the sumo that Maysay does. Yeah, like the world's okay if Maysay's going right. I completely agree with that. Uh, Kotashohor with that loss, uh, eight and five. He already hmm. had his kachikashi. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Uh, Oho and Hirodoumi is the next bout that I would like to shine a light on. Uh, Oho coming into this one on seven and five, looking for that kachikashi. Uh, Oho had to bring the footwork out today against Hirodumi because Hirodumi just jumped on him out of the touchy eye. And I thought, yeah, this is a situation where Oho can struggle from. Yeah, definitely. I thought Hirodumi, because he's such an active ricochet, I thought he was going to get fully around him. Sometimes Oho is a little bit slow to activate, <laughs> a little bit passive, I guess. But I thought he was way more active today and he was able to take the lead against Hirodumi. After he was taken back yeah, at the start, he then activated. Yeah, and, and I think that the, the good footwork he showed early paid off because when it was time to attack, he was stable, he was balanced, and a beautiful attacking sequence took Hirodumi over the bales. So, Oho, congratulations. Yeah. Kachikoshi, his eighth win. It has been a, a challenging basho for him so far. Yeah, it definitely has, and that's why I enjoyed seeing him get this Kachikoshi because he has shown really good signs here and he's also been pummeled. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> to say the least. And for someone like him who can react a little bit poorly to the pressure and often end up on 7-7 and, and really struggle to get the success, you know, to get it on day 13, you Kachikoshi, yeah. that's huge. It's a good sign. I mean, looking back to September of last year at Maegashira 7, Oho went 5 and 10, and it felt like the confidence had completely left him there. But 8-7 uh, November and now at least 8 in January. Uh, hopefully this time he can establish himself in the middle of the Banzuke. Yep, I hope so. He's only 23, so good luck yeah. to him at this young age. Here at Umi. He's now on the road to Kachikoshi. The road is not very long because it's day 13, so he's only got a couple more chances yep. here. He's six and seven. Gonoyama and Asanoyama. So we realised very late yesterday well, by looking at the <laughs> Torakumi. After we'd finished yep. recording. Yeah, we literally pressed stop and then went, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. I, I was out the door. Eagle eye, Amy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he, the reason that he's coming back, I presume, it was an ankle injury. It wasn't this uh, calf and it wasn't the, the bicep, the older injury. So maybe it did feel better after a couple of days and he didn't have his kachikoshi and he had the possibility of getting it. So I guess he felt good enough to test that. There were two mata here. I thought Gonoyama was really playing a little bit with Asanayama. I thought there were games going on mm. here and I didn't appreciate it. No, I wasn't. Gonoyama does like to sort of do this stuff <laughs> at the touchy iron. I didn't enjoy it today. I just thought, get on with it. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> you why. You idiot. I know. But it was worth it, Asanayama coming back in the end because he was able to get around Gonoyama after these shenanigans and throw him down a big Kodanage win for Asanayama to give him his kachikoshi. Yeah, his kachikoshi, eighth win for Asanayama. Yeah, I think it's a matter of... Um, Obviously, that ankle was heavily taped after that, uh, yeah, that loss where he rolled that ankle on day nine uh, and caused him to sit out three days, but looked pretty comfortable and really just the skill difference here was enough to get him uh, around Gonoyama and pick up that win. Yeah, I was a bit worried, but I needn't have been. 
He is eight wins, two losses and three days off. Gonoyama four and nine at Magashira three. I feel like we're gonna need we're gonna need to sit down at some point and unpack this Gonoyama basho. Yeah. It's complicated. <laughs> Just watch all the bouts in a row. Yeah. We'll have a Gonoyama well, you know investigation. The and we've pioneered this technique before is where you lay all fifteen videos on top of each other <laughs> yeah. and do the opacity at about fifteen percent. Yeah. And watching them all at once really shows you something about their basho. Mm. You can experience the whole thing in, what, eight seconds. <laughs> it's called the sumo mainichi opacity technique. Yes, it's patented. It is so patented. So please don't use it without contacting us. Do you need to look at it through a bit of cardboard with a pinhole in it? Oh, I think a 3D glasses. Oh, 3D glasses. Mm. Is the 3D. next step for us... VR is to put it into VR. I think so. The next step for us is to be Gonoyama's opponent. Yeah. See what he does. Feel yeah, wow, it. Okay. We've got to feel We've it. We've got to go deeper. Yeah. Always got to go deeper. All right, before we hit these Sanyaku bouts, uh, let's have a look at the Ichiyamamoto bout against Abi. Two uh, Rikishi who love to throw the arms out early. Well, I've seen all these posts that they're similar and for some reason, I had never really thought about that. I mean, I guess they both like pushing and thrusting. And, and they both love a pull. They both love a pull. I don't like to think about their sumo no, I, being I, similar, and I won't. I think on a on a base level, they are, it's similar, but I think the way they express it is very, very different. Um, today, it was Ichiyamamoto fighting to keep his Kachikoshi dreams alive. He's on 5-7 uh, uh, coming into this one, but... Unfortunately, even though we were just talking about how their styles were similar, Ichiyamamoto gave up trying to match those thrusting attacks of Abi. He pulled. Mm. He moved back. Mm. He awkwardly slapped down an Abi attack that just did not work and no. Abi cleaned him up. He ran right out of room and Abi just joyously galloped forward yeah. and took him out. I mean, Abi is definitely objectively better at this style of sumo, so... yeah. Uh, unless there was something surprising uh, or innovative perhaps from Ichiyamamoto. I'm not sure he was going to out yeah. Supari Abi. I think you're exactly right. So Abi now, seven and six, inching towards that Kachikoshi. Uh, Ichiyamamoto, I nearly said Ishiura. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Well, because we've been seeing him quite we a lot on the telly. <laughs> uh, five and eight. Yep. Ichiyamamoto, that is, not Ishira. What is his rank? Oh, why would I even ask that without seeing my Ishira 10? I'm scrolling up instead of down. Why yeah. is it the opposite way? Seven. Seven. Yep. All right. So he'll stay in. He's fine. He is fine. Let's move on to the Sanyaku. The first bout. Well, it was Tobizaru versus Ura. Tobizaru Magashira 4, Ura Komasubi. Tobizaru going for his Kachikoshi. Coming out with flair, a flurry. This bout, they just both went for it. We know their styles. Tobizaru ended up stepping across the Tawara and Ura flew across after him in a twisting, barrel-like Ura flying motion. It was given to Ura because Tobizaru stepped out first. Well, let, let's back up a second there. Mm -hmm. Because the Gyoji pointed towards uh, Tobizaru. He did, and then whipped his arm around. And then he around. whipped it back. Yeah. In, I think 
this is the case of his body knew who won yes. this. <laughs> and then his mind got involved. Or somebody was waggling their eyebrows at him. Yeah. Indicating with <laughs> yeah. the head. Anyway, uh, the shimpan sitting around wanted another look at this one. So the boys in black were up on the doyo very quickly for a long monoe. Yes. And during this monoe, yes, we were watching the replays, which uh, we'll get to in a second because they were very interesting. But there was also from the crowd a oh. slow clap began. We don't see this very often. No, I don't think I've ever seen a monoe <laughs> speed clapped. It was amazing. Everyone had their... Well, many people had their hands up above up their head. It wasn't even a lap clap. It was the, a it was a concert style. The, the clap. day thirteen festival vibes that this bout brought uh, to us at the Koko Gikan was yeah, just the, incredible. The age range of the clappers, yeah. was high. Yeah. They got into it. Young and old knew that this monoe was yeah. worth getting excited <laughs> about. Right. So the reason, so what we saw when we were watching the replays during the monoe is that Tobizaru's uh, foot definitely went out. The toe touched yep. the ground. It looked like it went first, but when they very much slowed this down, it was shown that Ura's hand, as he was flying, went down towards the dirt of the Tawara and then came very quickly back up. Yes. And in between that down and up motion, what did you see? Well, I saw very clearly a puff of dust. Yep. Now, I did that thing, and this is very, very hard to do, but I have mastered this technique where I can disconnect the the movement of my eyes. Mm-hmm. So my right eye, I twisted <laughs> out and I looked at uh, Toby Zara's foot. Right. And then I had to really wrench my left eye to look at look for the puff of dust. I wish I'd have been looking at you when you did this. Well, you, you, you said you've gone a bit quiet, and I said, don't interrupt me. <laughs> I'm doing there the thing with the eyes. squeaking as your eyes <laughs> squeezed the apart. Creaking. Um, no, I mean, this was clear. Puff of dust. Yeah. Toby Zaro's hand hit the doyo first before Toby Zaro stepped out. For me, you could only see the puff of dust in one angle and both times they showed that angle, you I was were... like looking at my computer. <laughs> yeah. I know there was one <laughs> angle and I think it was due to the resolution of the, the screen we were watching on that looked like there was no puff of dust. Yeah. Why does this happen to me? You're no, like, there was I a know. puff, there was a puff. He scooped. Well, see, you simply, with your left eye, look at your computer. <laughs> and then the right eye, <laughs> creak it up to the screen. Uh, yeah, so this looked very clear to me. And I was, um, I was, you know, writing down my congratulations to Toby Zari for this great win. Yeah. But then the result came through. Mm. It was not overturned. It was given to Ura. They... Obviously, didn't they? Obviously, weren't watching like me <laughs> the replay with the puff. Well, you can you can tell because I looked at every one of the shimpan and all of their eyes were moving together. Yeah. So if one eye looked left, the other eye followed. I'm like, well, this is why we can't get good sumo administrators. Yeah, and every time they were like, just look at the puff, look at the puff, yeah. and they couldn't stop themselves looking at Toby Zaro's foot going out. Exactly. I didn't hear a single creaking sound. No. So Gumbai Dori, he was given to Ura and it was upheld to Ura. Ura was relieved. Yeah, well, this was a joke. It. This was a joke. Yeah. A sick joke. It couldn't have been a Tonaoshi because it wasn't equal. So there was no way they could have said replay this because it's too close to call. It was either yeah, that's a, a really reversal good point. or a upholding of it. But isn't there a provision for the Tonaoshi where... 
we just all agree that that was a great bout. Let's do it again. Yeah. It's the the puff couldn't be seen in enough resolution. Uh, yeah, I, I just think I just think it's it's like an encore. Mm. What a great effort, boys. Let's do it again. Yeah. Well, we wanted it. We didn't get it. Ura ends up with another win. No one is going to uh, begrudge him that. Hang on. <laughs> you are. I am begrudging him that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I want to begrudge him that too. Yeah, no. I, think I'm I gonna... mean, get on board. It feels fantastic. Join in on the begrudging. <laughs> uh, so Ura, a begrudging four and nine <laughs> from the team at Sumo Manichi, Tobizaru. <laughs> that means that his, I mean, I, I guess this is why we're so invested in this. It's Tobizaru's Kachikoshi. Ura's had a shit one. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to move forward with that. But Tobizaru deserves a, a Kachikoshi. And he doesn't have it yet, and he's seven and six. The next bout of the day was Nishikigi up against Daisho. Wow, this Daisho touchy eye. Good mm. Lord. A big hit yep. on Nishikigi at the start. Smash. He followed it up with a second big hit on Nishikigi. Nishikigi's back on the bales. But this third attack comes in. Nishikigi touches the side of Daisho, and that was enough just to divert the momentum to the side of Nishikiki and Daisho stumbles, steps over the uh, Tawara, yeah. goes down. Yeah. It didn't look like Nishikiki did anything no. here. And I know when you watch the replay of these ones, you're like, oh, yeah, there's the slap or there's the pull. Uh, but it really didn't feel like it was there. Daisho uh, kind of set himself up for this one. I thought so. When I watched this the first time, I it looked to me as though Daisho had fallen over. Yeah. It was a hikiyotoshi, so there must have been something oh, they there found from a technique, didn't they? Nishikiki, but <laughs> they always do. But he did take down the Sekiwake today. Nishikiki continuing on a run of uh, middling to good form, but that is always enjoyable to watch. Caveat: always yeah, well, enjoyable to watch. I think Nishikiki's at the height of his powers. He's seven and six and been fighting all over the place yep. in terms of the Torakumi. Yeah, I mean, he never, he wakes up and he's like, I'm not even going to look who I've got because it could be the Yokozuna and it could be Makashiro 17. I think that's very good advice that he should take if he's not doing it already. All right, I'll upgrade it to good form. Uh, Nishikiki seven and six. Daisho is the same score. He's really still looking for that Kachikoshi, obviously. It's important last couple of days for him. All right. Shut up. We're not talking about these losers anymore because we're down to the final two bouts. These are the two bouts that everyone's been waiting for. Kirishima Hoshoryu followed by Terunofuji Kodonawaka. The group of four Rikishi fighting out for the Yusho yep. are fighting each other at the end of these final three days. Sumo is alive. Sumo is back. It never went anywhere, but also it's back. Yep. That's the Sumo paradox. Yep. Yep. Everything we know and love about it came together into this match. They went body to body. Kirishima, he got the left hand on the belt. Hoshoryu got the right hand. Oh, at that moment. Great when I saw, I know. When I saw them both get that one hand, I'm like, we're in for a good one. Yeah, I was licking go. my lips. Kirishima heaved Hoshoryu over his leg, but I saw Hoshoryu recover Pretty much from this. I know. This was a big, big, I mean, it was a throw attempt from Kirishima. Only Hoshoryu level Rikishi could get out of this situation. It was. And Kirishima answered our question from yesterday about who was going to attack here. Yeah. Who was going to take yep. the initiative. It was very much him. Hoshoryu at that point, 
obviously went, well, I've listened to the podcast. I know that (laughs) this is important that I have a go here. He started to initiate, but before he could do anything, Kirishima kicked at his left foot and landed the kick. It's the foot on the knee that is injured, that's in the brace. I don't think it was necessarily the kick that did anything to the knee. I think it was literally at the the ankle. Hoshoryu uh, kicked crumbles out the leg, down, yeah. And Hoshoryu went down. Yep. Huge win for Kirishima here. Yeah. I think you said it so well after this bout. You said Kirishima Hoshoryu'd Hoshoryu. Yep. Exactly. He took him down with the <laughs> exactly. leg. Exactly. Couldn't agree more with myself. What a great uh, <laughs> call by me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was. I mean, this this was brilliant sumo from Kirishima. Yeah, look, I've seen a few people say this bout was disappointing, but I oh. thought it was I thought it was really, was really brilliant. good. I thought it was hard fought, even though it was quick. Yeah. It was hard fought and it really showed Kirishima, like we said, be active and and take it to Hoshori. Yeah. And it showed him use a technique that Hoshoryu has mostly used after a couple of days where Hoshoryu has shown, or a basho, I guess, where Hoshoryu has shown great technique. Yeah. And so, I mean, like you said, reflecting on what we were talking about last night in terms of Hoshoryu waiting, there was no question here that Kirishima drove this bout. He made Hoshoryu respond. Um, this is something Hoshoryu needs to fix. Yeah. And yeah. maybe if he'd had 12 days of practicing, you know, getting into that rhythm of taking it to his opponents, mm. we might have seen a different result. Oh, if he didn't have those couple of losses. No, I, I mean that, like, even when he was getting wins, oh, he was passive, waiting yeah. for his yep, yep, opponents yep. to come to him. Mm. Man, Kirishima is so good. I mean, that feels like such a trite thing to say, but you see him against Hoshori, watching that movement of the leg to put it exactly where it needed to go. It was poetry. It was. And he wins a different way each time. I like that. And I think that's something that's uh, up in the Ozeki Yokozuna rank. They, that's what you want to see from them. They can take a whole range of uh, opponent styles and win against it because they can adapt. We've always called Kirishima an adaptive Rikishi, someone who's who's really good at finding a way to to combat his opponent, and he did it again today. So much pressure on this guy. He's getting asked every day about becoming Yokozuna, and he's, you know, he's stumbled a couple of times, but he's kept himself in it here. Tell me about this Kimarate. Well, it's one that's quite uncommon. Yeah, it was Nimaigeri, which is the ankle kicking twist down. So that shows that he actually did make contact with the lower part of the leg. It oh, yeah, wasn't. he absolutely did. It wasn't a trip over the leg. Yeah. He, he definitely kicked out Hoshori's ankle from under him. Yeah, you don't see that too often. Uh, let me just quickly check Sumo DB to tell you when the last time that was. Oh, it's down. Oh, can't. Hang on. Is it back? It's not. It's not. Gee, I was I was actually slightly panicked that would be back, and then I would have to run a query on Kimarate. I know, and, like you know, the under success pressure of that no last good. live yeah. query that we tried to do. I can't even remember what it was, but it didn't work. Did hey, it? that's a great idea for a, a Patreon episode where we just go live. Oh, and you can send us through send us queries. through um, Sumo mm. DB query challenges. Yeah. And I have to just fill while you do them because I cannot use the query thing. I don't know why. You'll I'm be, an intelligent human being, but that query system is beyond me. You'll be doing a lot of filling. <laughs> Let's just say that. And I might be making up the answers. <laughs> All right. The final bout of the day, Terunofuji v. Kodnawaka. 
The buckets are full. The emotional batteries are drained, but we've got one more bout to close out day uh, day 13. Uh, The head-to-head here. It's worth noting that Kodnawaka has yet to beat Terunofuji in their five meetings. And I think that's important coming into this bout. It certainly is. It really is. Uh, And I've got to say, Kodnawaka didn't change that today. Mm. Kodnawaka, he looked flat-footed out of the touchy eye here. I don't know if it was a timing thing, but it's like he just stopped. Yeah, there was a hesitation for hesitation, sure. and that let Terunofuji just take one step in close, and that one step is very, very important. Look, he got the Morizashi Kodnawaka. He got that right arm from memory on the inside. It's okay, but then Terunofuji just took that wow. arm for his own. He just yanked on that arm, pulled Kodnawaka, and suddenly Kodnawaka found himself high and he was trying to reach around the back of uh, Terunofuji's belt. Couldn't a bit of flailing. Find. Yeah, the arms were flailing. He looked desperate here. He knew he was in trouble. And in trouble he was because Terunofuji hugged the upper body of Kodnawaka and drove him over the bales. This was a pretty straightforward win for Terunofuji. Yeah, it was a good response to a guy who's been talked about a lot as having so much success in yeah. this Basho and Terunofuji calmly. He just keeps his head in this situation at the moment. He might have well, got he, more nervous in previous Basho, but this time he looks settled. Well, and, and in fact, I would say that um, Terunofuji has gotten better and better over this Basho. Yeah. In week one, we were looking at those wins he got against people like Abi, even Hokutafuji, Gonoyama, well, not Gonoyama, but Tobizaru, where we were commenting saying, gee, he's having to work very, very hard against these lower-ranked Rikishi. But in the second week, we've been going, wow, he's just been dominating mm. people. And this is the right end of the uh, Basho to, yeah. to get better yeah, this is and to you show good form. I, I think he's going to be incredibly hard to stop, Terunofuji. I think so. And on the back of those wins, he also has the confidence. I think he's yeah. a confidence Yokozuna. He just has a strut. He believes in himself. And I think importantly, he's been at the end of Basho and has won Yusho. He knows what this feels like. Yeah. He knows what pressure feels like. He knows what it's like to be surrounded by amazing ricochet, in-form ricochet. Um, I, I think he, he's going to be very hard to stop here. And I know Kirishima is, gonna, is going to have to be the one to stop him. Yeah. But it looks very, very difficult from here. It really does. So that leaves Kirishima... Kodnowaka and Terunofuji on 11 and 2. We know that those guys plus Hoshoryu are playing the uh, round table game. So let's see who they have tomorrow because <laughs> behind, just behind them are Hoshoryu. Is Hoshoryu. That's him. Okay. That's him. Can you get the next day? Well, thank you for noticing that I do look a little stressed here because... <laughs> You're breathing heavily. <laughs> <laughs> because we're, we're on the sumo.com or .jp site looking at matches and topics. And day 14, which I was comfortably looking at before, is suddenly not showing any bouts for the Makuchi division. Oh, I can remember the crucial ones. So I know that... Sorry. No, no, go. I, I think you saw let, it, you got it in the end? Oh, no, I don't. It says information <laughs> will be posted as soon as the update. Well, I remember uh, <laughs> that Kirishima and Kodnawaka, well, maybe they're changing it. That could be the thing. Could it be? They could be, but I thought it was Kirishima and Kodnawaka and Terunofuji and Hoshori. Well, they probably saw Ohor's win today and thought, huh, 
Maybe he could. Sh- he should go against Terunofuji. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> He's got nine wins. <laughs> exactly. They're like, welcome on Haru, nine four. Pop him up. <laughs> Pop him up. Give him a shot. And then I think on the final day, it's Kirishima Terunofuji. Well, these were the suggestions anyway. Hoshori yeah. Kodnawaka. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on our uh, Sumo DB free. Yeah. Did it all by ourselves. <laughs> uh, episode of Sumo Manichi. <laughs> we'll be here to bring you all the action from day 14 with maybe a special guest in the studio. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Uh, we look forward to joining you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.